So, Rob, before we talk about your uh, your post hockey endeavors with this uh, endocannabinoid right. nutrition line, uh, congratulations on a pro hockey career. Um, how difficult a decision was it for you to uh, hang up the skates? Yeah, it was it was very tough uh, just to be thinking that, and uh, also to have to kind of actually say it uh, was really tough to do. But at the same time, after looking in the mirror a little bit and seeing what I've struggled with, it was also kind of easy too. So, so a little bit of a double-edged sword, but, um, you know, I feel like it's better for the future and my family and, and just my overall well-being to uh, focus more on that and not be chasing after some ball like a, like a dog. So, to speak. <laughs> so take us, take us through the, the, the choice, Rob, and, and explain a little bit about what you've been going through because you've, you've got so much support here in London. I appreciate it. Yeah, I love one, and I always have it. Uh, been here in my heart. I appreciate that. Um, for me, it was I had issues like a year ago. I had anxiety attacks, and I didn't know they were anxiety attacks. I'd never had anxiety before. So I started getting these attacks out of nowhere. Started off on like a 10-hour flight home from Germany. I just like all of a sudden I felt like I, I don't I didn't know what a stroke feels like, but I felt like I was stroking out. Like my breath was bad. I couldn't breathe. My leg was numb. My hands were freezing cold. All this crap started happening on this flight. So for like 10 hours, I was just like freaking out. We got home and I went to my wife. I was like, holy crap. I have no idea what just happened. But like, that scared the crap out of me. I kept going to the bathroom. I kept, I kept thinking I was, I literally thought it was going to be my last breath. Like my eyes felt, my brain felt like it was just going to stop. So I kept going to the bathroom. I didn't want my wife to really see that if that was actually what was going to happen. I was oh like, I'm God. not going to stroke out in front of her. So I kept, I mean, I just kept going back and forth to the bathroom. She's like, what's wrong with you? I didn't want to stay because I didn't know. I like, I don't want to scare her. So I dealt with it, and then I, so I made it out alive. <laughs> and then, yeah. like the next five months or so, it started happening more frequently, and I started getting like every other day. And it was just finally time to get help, and um, I did. And obviously, I got diagnosed with um, depression and like extreme anxiety. So then it just became time to start battling and, and figuring it out to uh, get get back to balance as my wife was like six months pregnant at that time. I started thinking about my baby being born. I'm like, I, I can't be having this crap when my kid's here because I have to be responsible. And if it's just me alone and, and with my baby, I, I couldn't trust myself really. I don't think with that. Cause those anxiety attacks are so uh, powerful. I don't know. It's really yeah. hard to explain. So they suck. with the, uh, with, you know, now that you know what it is um, through the, the therapeutic process here, Rob, how, how important has ju- just been like the, the conversation alone in, in helping you realize and, and kind of get better, like just talking about it, how much has that done for you? Yeah, I think it's huge. Um, it really has been a big relief. I was kind of nervous to make my post yesterday. It's just, I don't know. You never know really Who knows what can happen. And, uh, a little bit nervous, but then the way it's come out has been very, I mean, I feel overwhelmed with positivity and felt really good to actually say it and have support. But, um, well, yeah, you have, I think you have guts, my friend. And, you know, and, and, and being a, and, and, and being a hockey player and, and, you know, being surrounded with that whole environment. Um, if there's, if there's anybody who's going to, who's going to speak out and have them listen, it's, it's it's Rob Shrimp. <laughs> you you kind of command a bit of an audience. Yeah, yeah, I've been known to. You. So, <laughs> and um, yeah, so it's it's been unique in the sense of trying to figure myself out and, and, and to look at yourself in a, in a different way, um, in the sense of like, okay, how can I build myself, put myself back together, kind of thing, or make myself back to what it was. So that's where I've been at. And I I got in. That's when I got into 
a year ago, literally when I had those anxiety attacks started coming, I, I went to a pro camp, hockey camp called the Hockey Summit, and turns out Taryn Burke, this girl that I'm with now, uh, was there with her CBD company. And they started speaking, and it was like, this, uh, this helps with, you know, if you have anxiety, you can't sleep at night, um, stomach, all the, it listed all this stuff, and I was like, well, I was like, yo, I'm going to try this. So it literally came to me right at, like, the perfect time because I just started having these weird issues. So whatever they said, I hadn't been diagnosed yet. I'm like, yeah, I think, I think that's the medicine I need. It sounds like whatever I got. Because I was starting to get – the anxiety stuff started getting bad at nighttime. When I go to bed, I was scared. I, I was scared the same scenario. I would thought, like, that was my lights were going to go out and I wasn't going to breathe again. So I would, like, hop out of bed every 10 minutes. And I was like, I couldn't sleep. I was sleeping, like, one hour a night. Oh, God. So this stuff all started, like, snowballing. And it was, like, a bad year. But um, I'm happy that's kind of – you know, the past runs sports somewhat, and I get to, like, figure out some answers and also kind of have some direction in what I can do to get a better lifestyle for myself. The uh, at, at the pro ranks, Rob, you know, talking about uh, the use of CBD, is this a conversation that you think, um, you know, the NHL, uh, as an example, will start having with players when it comes I mean you're not you're not the first player to go through anxiety and uh, and 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 depression or mental illness is this the uh, is this a conversation you expect the NHL to start having as far as uh, therapeutic benefits go absolutely I think the science behind it and also on the testing um, for the for the uh, anti-doping testing um, they've taken CBD off the list and you know it was kind of a small little snippet they didn't really make big splash about that but that's Interesting to know that on an international level, you can and CBD is not even on there. So um, the truth is kind of coming out, and not truth, but you know the proof. You want proof. Um, so scientists are digging in and doing their uh, due diligence and coming out and realizing what we have here is kind of actually very amazing. So we we have people um, doing the uh, making the um, recipes and doing all that stuff. The way that they found that this drug is positive is unreal. My dad has. Mindy knows my dad. Yeah. My dad was on pain medicine for 22 years, roughly something like that. He switched over just about two weeks ago, and it was a big time. It was a big thing. I was trying to tell him this for a couple of years, but he was like, "I can't have pain." Like, none of us understand what my dad's pain is because we don't have that. But his nerves are wrapped. His uh, nerves are wrapped in scar tissue, so there's nothing they can do to relieve his pain. So he needs pain medicine, and he jumped onto the. He had to have THC stuff because of his pain is very high, but he's also balancing out with CBD as well. So the two combined, my dad's totally off his. I saw, wow. I saw no, his post on Facebook and and how amazing he's feeling now, which is so uh, which is so incredible. Yeah, and for a person like my dad, that's enough for me because I know that I've watched that guy like flinching in pain all the yeah. time. So this is not uh, something like I mean, like you always say, like snake oil. We're not selling snake oil. Like if you have a, a person like Mark Shrimp that has that testimony and actually has that kind of result, that speaks volumes. You know, very. It's, it's huge. It makes us all smile, and it's like, okay, you know, we know what we had. We just like like other people to see it. And what a perfect, uh, what a perfect transition, and what a perfect timing for you to move forward with this now, in uh, you know, not just in in your life, but but in your career. Yeah, I was at a place now. I mean, even last year, I played very good hockey, but it just uh, the disconnect was there a little bit. I just kind of get at the end of like kind of tired of being over in Europe a little bit. Um, that stuff wears on you. Um, you know, it just kind of was time, I think, and I was looking for something, and it, it turned out perfect this and way. You, and uh, you have a beautiful wife and an adorable baby daughter. <laughs> yeah, they're the best. So, so my wife freaking is cute. Uh, mom, 
her natural instincts to be a mother are pretty crazy and incredible to watch. So um, the whole journey has been amazing with Marta and, and Stella, just even from the birth, we did it all natural. She did it all, I shouldn't say we. She did it all natural <laughs> yeah. birth. Like, ever since, you know, yeah. I was there doing the back rubbing and hand-holding. Come on. I guess Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rob, retiring from pro hockey but not quitting hockey altogether, uh, tell us about some of the dangle you plan to bring to men's league hockey. Uh, yeah, it's already been going down. The boys are getting rattled. Yeah. <laughs> There's nobody bench me in men's league, so I got no – Nothing to hold me back. Right on. <laughs> Got a question for you about your uh, playing career, man. I mean, you had some uh, some big stops. You were in Atlanta. You were in New York. You were with Edmonton. Of course, uh, you mentioned a moment ago, uh, spent some time overseas as well. But uh, as far as your junior career goes, tell us what you remember or uh, what, what, what you liked best or, or what just in general your memory was of, of being in London. Uh, the general thought of London is winning, really. I think when I – yeah, we won a ton when I played there. It was great. Uh, they still win a ton, which is great. So uh, the time in London was very it was about success and winning every night. Um, I mean, the bonds that I've, we've made there, all of us have made there, are so strong and, and so important to all of us still to this day. So a lot of guys are still living there. I kind of came more north, migrated north to be in the States and the sunny Florida. Sorry, guys. But, <laughs> um, beautiful. Um, but yeah, the bonds that we all made there as 17, 18, 19-year-old kids, are, I mean, they're so strong and, and amazing. It's uh, even later on in life, now that we're starting to get to this point of like work and business and stuff, you see the relationships kind of come back around and full circle. And also, um, you know, that kind of thing is, is what you don't see when you're 17, 18, building the relationships and being a good person, meeting people and talking to people. You realize later now, at this time of your age, uh, this age of life, you kind of realize that's the whole point of being a good person when you're younger because the circle comes and it's big and people come back in your life and out of your life and your life and out of your life. So um, a lot of the people in London stuck. So that means they're important people and they are solid relationships. So um, I love that place. I love London. Well, Rob, you're a, you're a fan favorite here. And, um, and you know, what, what, uh, what courage to chat about it. I know that people just hearing you talk about what you've gone through will be therapy or, or, or help get somebody on, on the right road to getting themselves better. So uh, thank you for uh, being so open and, and, and chatting about this. Yes, no, I think it's important for me. I thought about it a lot, and the big thing was, okay, like, shut up and go in the dark or talk about it. And what are the pros, what are the cons? Like, is it really helping anybody if I just don't say a word and just go, you know what I mean? And I've already gotten a lot of open, honest messages about, you know, fathers are texting me now with saying, they're, you know, they, their kids are having some things that they're seeing, and it's interesting to hear what I, you know, what I, my uh, mechanisms work is that. So it's, I want to help people, and that's all I want to do. And my point was change what direction I was going with hockey and change the world and have a positive impact on people's life whatever way I could. And I find that this has been a good fit for that. We're so proud of you and excited to see where this next stage in your in your career is going to go and uh, keep the cute pictures of your baby coming. <laughs> all right, I'll see you guys. We'll be there next week for uh, Team of the Century stuff. So. Oh, awesome. Right on, yeah. Rob. Stop by Fantastic, can, yeah. All right, Thanks guys. So Thanks, Robbie. Me. Cheers, man. Thanks, bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.